Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. My name is Tim Harris. It's 10 o'clock. means it's time for 10 with 10. We're going verse by verse through the Word of God. We've been at this for several years and uh, still at it. Uh, I'm excited to have you with me. I love every single day that we spend together in the Word. How are you doing? You good? Uh, I love you guys so much. I really do appreciate your friendship in the Word. I know that a number of you join me live, so good morning to you. Thank you for taking time out of your morning to be in the Word and to do it with me. I love that. Some of you, most of you are watching me later. That's okay too. Uh, I appreciate your faithfulness to the Word, whether you're watching me later on your lunch break or at night or binge watching over the weekend or early in the morning like Edie Austin. And uh, whenever you do, the, you guys, Fire Team guys on Spotify, I, I love you all so much. I've been trying to make some improvements to audio to make it a better experience for you guys. So I, I got your back. I love you all so much. Let's jump into Job chapter 2. Job chapter 2, verses 1 to 13. Short chapter, uh, but there's a lot here. Gosh, um, as I said yesterday, you, 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 you got to kind of wish that it all ended at chapter 1, but it, but it doesn't. Uh, and there's probably a lesson in that for us, and it's not the lesson I want to tell you or the lesson I want to even think is true, but the truth is, uh, whew, um, it's not over just because Job faces the first test. I mean, you know, he, he passes the first test. I mean, he, he sure does, but his suffering isn't over, and, and that's just really... Mm, it's frustrating because I know if it's true for Job, it's true for me too. Satan doesn't play fair. He never does. And uh, trouble comes in waves. It usually does. I said that yesterday. The devil doesn't send a shark to uh, devour you in one bite. He will send a thousand minnows. Trouble comes in waves. And um, and, and the strategy with that is, you know, if, if I had one problem at a time, I could swat them away. But instead, I'm swarmed with problems. And the devil knows that if he overwhelms me, I will probably never even engage the fight. I'll just be so discouraged. I'll quit. So trouble comes in waves. And then sometimes trouble comes and it never leaves. And that's the situation with Job here. Now, as we said yesterday, the scene in this prologue, chapters one and two, it keeps alternating. You get a scene from earth, a scene from heaven, a scene from earth, a scene from heaven. And now we had uh, last a scene from earth. Job has his first test. In a single day, he and his wife, I'll go ahead and say that now, he and his wife lose all of their wealth, everything they've ever had, and they lose all 10 children. They lose all 10 children in a single day, all right? And you think it's going to be over because Job maintains his integrity is the word that is used a lot here in the New Living Translation. Again, it's, it, it's, it is integrity. It's also piety. It's more, it's spiritual integrity, uh, his, his faith, you know, his, his, his love, his devotion to God. I mean, that's the question. Sort of two questions, like I said yesterday. The earthly question is, you know, you know does, does Job deserve his suffering? But the heavenly question is more, is he serving God for nothing? Is his piety misplaced? Uh, if God were to stop giving him good things, would Job continue to worship God? You know, so it's sort of two questions going on at once. So, Test number one, Job passes, you know, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Uh, and then number uh, chapter two, uh, test number two, uh, it all comes back. It's like the same thing. The sons of God come back up before in the heavenly court. Uh, the Satan is with them. You knew he would be. 
And they start the whole thing all over again. And the Lord says, well, you know, hey, didn't I tell you? You know, Job, you, you, you went after him. You know, you took everything. And, and yet Job continued to keep his spiritual integrity, kept his faith, kept his piety. Um, and the devil says, yeah, sure, you, you know, of course he did, you know, because you didn't let me touch his body. You know, skin for skin, whatever that's supposed to mean. Skin for skin, um, let me at him. You know, let, let me at him. In other words, the, the question is, uh, is Job's faith, you know, more than skin deep? You know, what if I what if I come after his body? What if I come after his health? You know, uh, and the Lord allows it. You know, uh, you know, it's so frustrating, but the Lord allows it, and so the devil comes. Whereas in chapter one, we found out about the loss and these waves of messengers that would come. Like we were hearing as Job heard, and it sort of increased the drama and the weight of these waves of suffering. Here, it's just one fell swoop. Um, uh, the Lord, uh, the, the Lord says, you know, go ahead, you know, take away his health, um, and, um, do with you as you please, uh, but spare his life. And so the devil goes and strikes him with terrible boils from head to foot. Uh, I think it's chapter seven. We'll get there. Chapter seven, around verse five or so, it sort of describes, Job describes his condition and it's, uh, it's, it's, Terrible. It's it's worse than you can imagine. From head, I mean, the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, this terrible skin infection that involves boils and oozing pus and dirt clogged sores and scabs and itching and it, it just must be terrible. I have no idea what it is. And so, rather than you know, we don't get to experience it. You know, as it comes on with Joe, we're just instantly plunged into this pit where we find him, you know, sitting in the ashes, scraping his skin with a piece of broken pottery, you know. Uh, you know, whereas previously, you know, he may have, you know, sat in ashes to grieve, you know, here, it, it's, it's more this picture of, you know, Job, it doesn't say he's just in the garbage dump, but he's just among the ashes, you know, not, not like, you know, using ashes symbolically for grief, but... It, I don't. It, I don't think he's driven out like a leper, but but he's got this broken piece of pottery. You know, like he got it out of the garbage, and he's sitting in the ashes. Like again, not applying ashes to his head ceremonially, but it's it's just like he is in in the pit. You know, in, in, in the garbage pit, uh, and it's devastating. I mean, it, it it is a kind of suffering that most of us will never ever know. And then in walks his wife. What to do with her? Job's wife often takes a lot of heat. Uh, we put a lot of pressure on this poor woman. Uh, I just want to remind you, she lost everything too. She lost everything too. She's not the one uh, th that we get to hear from. She doesn't have any speeches other than this one. This is not her best moment. She's obviously at least a court low when it comes to encouragement. <laughs> But she's lost everything too. And on top of that, and, and I, I won't say a lot about this. It's beyond what scripture says, but she's the caregiver. I mean, you know, like she's having to take care of Job in, in this terrible state. You know, these, these sores oozing and Job scratching himself, scraping away at his skin with broken shards of pottery. And she's the one taking care of him. And I don't know if you've ever been a caregiver like that, but I'm just telling you, this woman has been plunged into a pit and there is no ladder to bring her out of it. She is, 
she is suffering too. And again, the, the book doesn't focus on her, but, but before we judge her quickly, because she, what she says ain't good, but, but give the girl a break, you know? So she says, are you still trying to maintain your integrity? I mean, that's the question, right? I mean, that's what the Lord said. Look at Job. He still maintains his integrity. And Satan says, yeah, but, you know. And so it's like she becomes the mouthpiece of, of this, you know, quarrel in the heavenlies. What about Job's integrity, his, his piety, his faith, you know, the, the person he is on the inside, right? And she says, are you still trying to be that guy you've always, are you still trying to be Job, you know? Uh, Curse God and die, you know, again, thank you, sweetheart. I mean, my goodness, uh, that's, a, that, that's extreme. At this point, I would say, and again, not, not, not piling up to judge her, but she does sort of become the mouthpiece of Satan here. In, in, in the lowest place of your suffering, the devil will try to tell you, hey, get mad at God, curse God, get mad at God, turn on God, you know. I mean, it's, it's what the devil does because he knows if he can separate you from your only source of strength and hope, you know, then he's then he defeats you completely. So at this point, she becomes a mouthpiece of the devil, curse God, get mad at God, get mad at God. And, and I love what Job says to her, you talk like a foolish woman, you know, again, it's not, shut up, fool, you know, that's not what he's saying. It's Job talking to his wife, and he knows her, and he loves her, and he knows the woman of God she's been. And, and Job is saying, you're talking like somebody I don't even know. Like, you sound like somebody that I know you're not. You're not a foolish woman. You're not a faithless woman, you know? Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? This is interesting. Compare Job's two responses at the, at the end of each chapter, at the end of each test. Last time he said, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away, blessed be the name of the Lord, you know, and now it is more, should we receive, it, it, it's more from the human side, you see what I'm saying? The Lord gives, and then should we receive only good and not also receive the, the bad? I think part of the truth of that is Job and Mrs. Job uh, they didn't deserve this suffering any more than they deserved the good things. And, and that's a good lesson for us to learn. We don't deserve the suffering, perhaps, but we don't deserve all the blessings either. So it doesn't have anything to do with what you deserve, you, you know. Um, in all this, Job said nothing wrong. In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. I, I, I don't know what that means. I'm just being honest with you. Remember in that first chapter we read yesterday when Job is making a sacrifice on behalf of his children and he says, maybe they have sinned against God in their hearts. So I just think, and I never thought it before, but in this reading with you, I'm just thinking when he says Job didn't sin with his lips, does that not open up the door for the fact that Job ain't saying everything he's thinking anymore, you know? He, he isn't saying it yet, but he's about to. <laughs> he isn't saying it yet, but, but you know, I'm not, is he sinning in his heart? I don't know. I, I don't know. All it says is in all this, he didn't say anything. He, he didn't sin with his lips. Uh, so again, I, I think it just opens the door. Uh, there's more going on in his heart that's coming out of his mouth right now. And, uh, and, and, and maybe he's about to start to speak up. So the narrative portion ends with these last few verses. Job's three friends show up. Now, let's just say these three guys in the end are going to be the worst thing. I mean, Job's like, man, I tell you, I thought I was suffering, but you guys just showed up and made it all worse. That's later. But at first they start out right. Notice they come from a long distance. They come from far away. These are real friends and they're going to do the best they can do. I'll say that. They come to comfort and console. The words are comfort just means they came to grieve with him. Uh, 
And for the first number of days, they're just going to sit there and they're going to sit there with, with ashes on their heads and they're going to rock back and forth and they're going to just be silent with him because that's what you do. They're just going to sit with him. And so far, so good. They do good till they open their mouths. So let's learn that lesson. <laughs> they do good till they open their mouths. When they're just with him, that's true friendship. Uh, to console means, um, the, the Hebrew word there has more of a sense that they're going to get him through it, but, but more so he's going to come out the other side whole, you know, so it's not just, you know, they're going, you know, they're there, you know, sing soft kitty to him. That, that's not it. it. They're going to get him through this. They're going to stay with him as long as it takes to see him come out the other side. And, and that's good friends right there. That's good friends. Uh, but uh, what we're about to step into though is uh is uh, all the conversation that happens once they start talking man for the most part when you don't know what to say probably don't say anything but but they just can't help it uh, wow anyway that's the narrative portion i think part of what it shows us is that uh, uh short short-term faithfulness won't see you through long-term suffering you know uh, suffering comes to Job and it stays and it stays and it stays and so Job is going to have to maintain his integrity you know for much much longer than than he thought I think it's interesting how the devil can take his kids and the devil can take his wealth and the devil can take his health but the devil can't touch his faith the devil can't touch his integrity there's something inside Job that the devil can't reach and that's what infuriates the devil but that's how you know Job's going to win you know because Job doesn't give that up he doesn't give up his integrity he doesn't become somebody he's never been before and you know what uh the the, the devil cannot defeat you if you won't give up your integrity you know if you won't become somebody if you won't curse God and die if you won't become a person you've never been then I'm telling you there's nothing the devil can throw at you that can defeat you he can accuse you because that's what he does he can lie to you but he cannot defeat you if you don't give up the one thing he can't steal. You know what I mean? We'll pick up right here tomorrow. Tomorrow, two chapters, verses chapters three and four. Tomorrow, chapters three, chapter four. We're going to go uh, two chapters, probably two chapters at a time. It's a lot of dialogue back and forth. Uh, and so I, I think it'll help us. It'll serve us better if we take in a, a little bigger portions. And they're not long chapters. So for tomorrow, chapters three and four of the book of Job. I love this, you guys. And we're going to love it tomorrow. I can't wait to go there with you. This is hard stuff. Uh, uh, it, it, very deep human questions, the ones we ask with our own life. But I love the fact that God's word takes us there. We'll be there tomorrow. And I'll see you then. 10 o'clock, Lord willing, for 10 with Tim. I love you guys so much. I, I, I'll see you tomorrow.